Thank you for another occasion to share in your presence. We pray that you speak to our hearts and deliver us from all troubles by the blood in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So today, our topic is going to be, I'm not going to say I'm going to be short because anytime I say that, so today I'm going to be long. Amen. Hopefully that will make it short. Amen. The title of our uh, message today is The Unique Blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. The Unique Blood of the Lamb. And um, we are going to hopefully read a few scriptures. But I want us to talk about blood. What is blood? I'm going to talk about a few importance of blood. Uh, we are in the medical field, so when we mention blood, there's a lot that comes to mind. The first thing that blood does is blood carries life. Hallelujah. Blood carries life. And uh, the way blood carries life is blood contains what we call oxygen. Oxygen is the molecule that we breathe in, as we all know, right? If you, if you are unable to breathe, you are basically gone, right? And the only way you are able to sustain this life-saving molecule called oxygen is if you have blood. Hallelujah. It may not be so for, you know, bacteria and stuff, but at least for mammals, it is, it is fixed. Nothing can change it. So blood carries life in the form of the fact that it carries oxygen. And then blood also has another unique importance. Blood carries the nutrients. When you eat and it goes into your belly, if you don't have blood, it will sit there for good. So what your blood does is it goes around to your intestines and picks up all the nutrients that you have digested and then serve all the parts of your body. So not only is blood carrying the oxygen, it also carries the food. Amen. Another good and great importance of blood is blood carries the waste. So it carries the good stuff and it carries also the bad stuff away. Hallelujah. So if you don't have enough blood, all the waste that you build may continue to remain in your body. Amen. And uh, uh, for some people, uh, we have gotten sick because we don't have enough blood. Amen. And it works with other, um, other organs, of course, your kidneys, your liver, and everything to make sure that you are throwing up and removing waste from when your cell goes through what we call metabolism and it produces waste. The waste that is getting out taken out from your body and it takes blood to do that. Blood will go and move it from the cell, bring it to your kidneys for you to pee it out or bring it elsewhere that we don't want to go. Hallelujah. Amen. So the same blood we're talking about, making you pick the good stuff, your air now also takes out the bad stuff. Hallelujah. It takes away the junk. Another importance of blood is that it helps in temperature regulation. Amen. So you can dress warm, all right, but if you don't have blood, you can still feel cold. Hello? Amen. So when what blood does to keep our temperatures at the, you know, at the safe level is that if you are in a very hot place, your blood will come off to your skin and dissipate the heat. Hallelujah. So you could see somebody who may be hot. If they are light skin, you can see 
the terrain red because the blood is coming just so that they can take out all the heat. And then if you are cold, in order for you not to also suffer, your blood will pull away inside. So your skin becomes pale because it, hallelujah. So blood also regulates your body temperature. Amen. And then another thing, two more importance and then we move forward. Another importance of blood is blood is also for your immune response. In other words, for you to be able to fight off diseases, you must have blood. Tell your neighbor, you must have blood. Hallelujah. For you to be able to fight off infections or any invading uh, toxin or whatever it is that can hurt you, you must have blood. Amen. Because in this same blood, there are specialties of cells. Amen. Some call white blood cells. And all they do is they scavenge. They go around to see if there is a pathogen, if there is a bacteria or virus lurking around, and then they will consume it. This same blood, this same blood, hallelujah. So, blood is responsible for your safety in terms of healing, in terms of being well. Blood is there for you, for your immune response. And the last one that I'll touch is blood is there for fluid balance, hallelujah. So we have to have some amount of fluid in us to, you know, to sustain our blood pressure and everything. So you have to have blood volume to get the balance. Amen. And it's also responsible for whether or not you, your body is acidic or alkaline, which we don't want to go there. But just simply, blood is there for you to have balance. Tell anybody to have balance in life. Hallelujah. Now bringing these things aside, let's move on to. Why? Now, I, I usually want to understand why God does these things. And that's why I went down to the path of understanding what blood does. Just normal blood. Hallelujah. Now, in Scripture, God himself knows why. He made us. It's, it's, it's not, I don't know, but it's, it's, so, it's, it's so straightforward, but also not to some people. Let's read in uh, Leviticus 17 and verse 11 to 4. 11 to 14, I'm sorry. Yes. Are you projecting for me or should I project myself? Hallelujah. Leviticus 17. I'm sorry, I probably didn't add it to your list, but yes. Good. And I like that version. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement for your souls. Therefore, I said, oh, you're going too fast. Therefore, I said to the children of Israel, no one among you shall eat blood, nor shall any stranger who draws among you eat blood. Okay? 13. Whatever man of the children of Israel uh, or of the strangers who dwell among you, who hunts and catches any animal or bird, that may be eaten, may, that may be eaten, he shall pour out its blood and cover it with dust. Uh-huh. In the last one, for it is the life of all flesh. Hallelujah. So I told you the physical things that we learn in school about what blood is. That's not all of it, by the way. And this is what scripture is in. So this is God talking to his people. And so when scientists come up and say that we know stuff, guys know God. You tell them you are a liar. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is the science maker himself telling you what blood is. And as a matter of fact, 
you can, you can just take any of those things that we explained as far as blood is concerned and see if you drop one of them, you are not going to be among the living. Hallelujah. And so it makes sense for God before we knew about science saying that for the life of all flesh is in the blood. For the life of all flesh is in the blood. Hallelujah. And that is why when we go to Exodus, now blood is used as a significance for salvation. So for God to give salvation, uh, or the salvation that we have for that matter, is purchased for us by blood. Hallelujah. If you go to uh, Exodus 12, and verse number 2 to 7, we can also read about the time that the people of Israel were about to depart uh, Egypt. And the Bible says that God had done a lot of things for Pharaoh and his group to know that, you know, God himself is telling them to leave. And yet they were hardening their heart. But this one last time, God said, I want you to post every man or woman, every household of Israel, post on your door, your doorpost, make sure you paint your doorpost with blood. So every, um, let's read it. This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Verse 3. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. Okay? And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to him uh, take according to the number of the persons. According to each man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. Uh-huh. For your lamb shall be without blemish. A male of the first year, you may take it from the sheep or from the goat. Uh-huh. Now you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it and at twilight. Hallelujah. Let's skip to verse, uh, verse number 23. For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to strike you. Hallelujah. So blood signifies our salvation. So for anybody to be saved, there has to be blood. And in, in, in everything God has done concerning our salvation, right from the beginning of time, blood is the semblance of salvation. Hallelujah. So where there is a shedding of blood, there is salvation. So our salvation has been, has been secured because of blood. Amen? Amen. Now, the only thing is that in the beginning, the, 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 the blood that God used was the blood of animals. That is why we're talking about the uniqueness of the blood of Jesus. Now, if you go to, um, so I've established the fact that salvation comes from blood. Salvation comes from life. We have already understood the fact that blood represents life. And so for you to have life, there has to be blood. Amen. Now, the next thing is that blood is also for your forgiveness of sins. 
These are two different things. I don't want you to confuse them. There is salvation where you are bought and you are saved. I'm saved, man. I'm heaven bound. I'm this, I'm that. Because of blood. The second thing that blood does is for your forgiveness of sins, for the atonement of sins. And that we can read also from Leviticus 16. And um, let's go from verse number 1. Quickly. Now the Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they offered profane fire uh, before the Lord and died. And the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, tell Aaron, your brother, not to come. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to skip around here. Let's go to 6. The Bible says that Aaron shall offer the bull as a sin offering, which is for himself, and make atonement for himself and, his, and for his house. Now, if you keep reading, Scripture is in that the high priest who is Aaron, any time, every year, as a matter of fact, every year, he would offer a sacrifice in the on the altar for his own sin and then offer some also for the people of Israel. And that happened every year. And that is when the Bible says that the sins were forgiven. So once a year, you go with your goat or your lamb clean and everything, and then they are slaughtered and your sins are forgiven. So blood representing forgiveness of sin. Hallelujah. Tell your blood represents forgiveness of sin. Hallelujah. So the first one, salvation from the blood. The second one, forgiveness of sin. The only caveat is that it had to be done every year. Amen. Amen. Once a year, the sacrifice had to be done. And the man who did the sacrifice had to also do it for himself. Amen. Now we're going to see another one. Who doesn't have to be that way? Now if you read in Hebrews chapter number 9, verse 22. Let's go there quick. Amen. Hebrews 9.22, it says that according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood. And without the shed of blood, there is no remission of sin. So for your sins to be forgiven, there has to be blood shed. Hallelujah. Amen. So not only are you saved because of blood, like in the olden days when Exodus happened, but you are also forgiven because there has to be blood shed. Amen. The only thing is I don't see people killing sheep and goat. Meanwhile, today, the farmers do really good. I wonder why God doesn't make us do that anymore. Hallelujah. Because today's science, oh, we would have been able to give real goat, real sheep. Hallelujah. Amen. Not the old days where they just ate. They, they're fatty ones. But that's not happening. We'll see. And then the next, the third one is blood seals the covenant, God's covenant. So blood for salvation, blood for your sins or for forgiveness. And the third one is blood sealing the covenant or God's word for your life. Hallelujah. Now, people who are really serious about covenants, if you go to people, I'm not talking about just Christians. When they finish covenants or agreements or, or, or decrees, sometimes they shed blood to seal it. In other words, if you break the covenant, you die. Because there has been a shedding of blood to seal that particular covenant. So blood is also used in scripture to seal covenants. And the Lord has done that all the time. Hallelujah. Now again, even in the same scripture, let's keep reading from uh, verse 22 in Hebrews. Verse 23. Therefore, it was necessary that the 
the copies of the things in the heavens should be purified with these, okay? But heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these, okay? Keep going. But heavenly things itself, but heaven itself, I'm sorry, but heaven itself, oh my goodness, you are confusing me, brother. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Let's read from verse 24, yes. Verse 23, please. I just take the verse 23 also. So, Therefore, it was necessary that the copies of the things in the heavens should be purified with these, with these. But heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. In other words, for the blood, we, we, are, we are alluding to what is going to happen in the future. Hallelujah. Amen. So in short, let me just cut it off on that side. Blood seals every covenant that God has made. The Bible says, the Bible says I'm going ahead, but I'm just going to go ahead. The Bible says that the promises of God in Christ Jesus, they are yes and they are what? Amen. And why is that? Because of something. Hallelujah. Because blood, the blood of Jesus seals the covenant. That's why in Christ they are yes. It's not in the sheep and in the goat, but in Christ. So we can see that all these three areas are areas in, in God that blood has significance. Your salvation, your atonement or your forgiveness, and then to ensure that whatever God has said comes to pass. The seal of his word on your life. Amen. Now, I'm going to skip to why we do not need another goat or sheep anymore. And why we do not need another high priest or Aaron anymore. And why we do not need to do this every once a year. And that is because of the Lord Jesus. That is the uniqueness about the blood of Jesus. Now, the Bible says that uh, <clears throat> Hebrews 9, 23 to 28, if we keep going right there, I think it's going to show up there. Jesus Christ is now the high priest himself, so Aaron would go and make the sacrifice, and then with a sacrifice for himself, and then for the people, gotten the uh, atonement and forgiveness of sin. Now, this time, the, the, the high priest himself is Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, you didn't hear me. The high priest that goes to make the sacrifice is Jesus. Amen. The mediator of the covenant is Jesus. Hallelujah. The person who goes and begs in the holy of holies and says, Oh God, forgive Otain. Oh God, forgive Kwajo. Oh God, forgive uh, Isabel. Oh God, forgive uh, Jennifer. Oh God, forgive. This person is a high priest himself. Who is going to say that? And the name is Jesus. And the Bible says that not only is he the high priest representing Aaron, but also the mediator also calling on your behalf. And not only that, he goes in with not the bull blood or the sheep blood, but he goes in with the blood of the priest himself. My goodness. Ah, you don't get it. Hallelujah. Now, the mediator... The high priest and the blood, all in one. Hallelujah. And no wonder we do this only one time. 
And so you don't need to go to anybody. I mean, it's good if you have a problem, you know, you, you have an issue with a sister, you go to the pastor, you go to the presiding and say this, you know, help me out, let me reach out. But ultimately, he is just going to, you know, resolve issues on, in terms of human, you know. But the forgiver and the person who begs for forgiveness is Christ. Hallelujah. The Bible says that he is elevated on the right-hand side of God and pleading for you as we speak. He is the mediator now. He is your high priest right now. And he is the blood, my God. He is, he is using his own blood. Hallelujah. Using his own blood, he is standing and mediating and then also showing up with his blood. Then no better sacrifice than that. And so your salvation does not come from the salvation from the sheep and goat that uh, the Israelites offered in, the, in, the, uh, in Egypt to get saved. Your salvation is by the blood. And then your forgiveness, which comes from the atonement through blood, which must happen through blood, also comes from Jesus himself. And then your, your, your covenant, which, which, which God has made with you, also doesn't come from anybody else, but by his blood. So that blood of Jesus is unique in its power. When he saves, it saves for good. When he purifies, he purifies for good. Yes, of course, you may make mistake. Of course, you may sin well, sometime. But that doesn't change anything. You're still the righteous, but precious one of God. Because you were not bought with the blood of a sheep. You were not bought with the blood of a lamb. You were not bought with the blood of, a, of, of goat. You were not bought. You were bought with the blood of the unique one. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus. I don't know where you are, what you're feeling, or what you're thinking, but I'm here to let you know that we got something real good. Oh, my goodness. My better. Thank you, Ada. Something real better. You know, Aaron and all those people were getting salvation from animals. And you and I, hey, tell your neighbor, hey. My goodness, what, what a salvation. That's why we don't, we shouldn't look down on ourselves. Oh, in the blood of Jesus himself. You know who Jesus is? Maybe you don't know who he is. I can tell you who he is. The Bible says that he was in the beginning. He made the heavens and earth. Himself. He came in the form of flesh. He is God personified. Coming to us. And he himself has made a covenant. Compare that covenant to the covenant of Aaron and those high priests. They, they don't match. We are on a better pedestal, you know? So, ah, so when you say you are righteous, you got to say it better. Hallelujah. When you say you are holy, say it with them. My goodness. Because you weren't bought with the blood of a sheep. Hallelujah. You were bought with the blood of the precious lamb of Christ. My goodness. My goodness. Hallelujah. And so we have one-time sacrifice. If any prophet from anywhere says that bring a sacrifice, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to go to God and tell him that this is this. Thank God we don't have those prophets in the church of Pentecost. Hallelujah. Amen. No. You go there. The Bible says that we appear boldly. We come boldly before him to the throne of grace. And you seek and ask whatever you may. Hallelujah. Because of the blood that has made it so. So he is... The sacrifice, he is the high priest, he is the mediator, and he is the testator, and he is the sacrifice all in one. The unique blood of Jesus Christ. My goodness. Hebrews chapter number 10, verse 1 to 4. Let's read. Hebrews 10, 1 to 4. For the law, having a shadow of good things to come, and not 
the very image of the things can never with these same sacrifices which they offer continually, yearly by year, make those who approach perfect. This is the comparison. The law in those days, comparing it to, and, and, and scriptures, in it, it was actually a forecast of what was to come. Okay, move on. Hallelujah. Verse 2. For then would they not have ceased to be offered for the worshippers, once purified, would have had no more conscious, consciousness of sin. That's why they had to go every year because every year new sins or every year new sins. So you hear, tell me you don't sin. Tell me you don't make mistakes. Or because Jesus died for you and that's it, you never made a mistake. You made mistakes. So in those days, they had to go every year for their consciousness of sin to slaughter and then their sins are forgiven. But in our dispensation, that Jesus' sacrifice was one time. So yes, you may make a mistake as long as you walk on this earth. You may make a mistake, but you don't need to go again to anybody. You go to the same mediator, testator, and the sacrificer. Hallelujah. One time, one shot. Amen. I like software. And uh, there was a software that I really want to use. And then they provide, they say one time buy and then monthly subscription. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's the one-time buy, they made it a little more expensive because you buy one time, you don't buy anymore. But the monthly, every month you pay some. Hallelujah. So I'm torn. And I don't know whether I should buy the one time or to buy the monthly. But you make, you make the judgment. I think a one time is better because if you buy it, it's for good. Hallelujah. Amen. Or else, annual subscription. <laughs> Hallelujah. There was another software that I used. And somebody was saying that they were lucky that when they came up from the first time and they were doing one time, they bought it. And now this software is so good and people are buying. In fact, I wish I was the one time. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it's too late. Thank God for the one time sacrifice. My goodness. Thank God for the no subscription sacrifice. That sacrifice is done. You got it. You got it. If you are here and you are born again, don't let any demon tell you that, eh, you are, you know, no, 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 no. As long as you remain in Christ, as long as you remain, you are forever heaven bound. Nothing can stop you. Nothing. No demon, no witch, no wizard, no, no powers from heaven in the skies or powers from underneath can stop you from being what Christ has made you. For he bought you by his own blood. Hallelujah. No annual subscription or monthly subscription. One-time purchase. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Verse number four. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. It is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sin. You know, what they could do was they covered the sin. So when you sinned in those days... The blood of the sheep and goat, when Aaron and the high priest sacrifice, it comes and it covers. Like the sin is written down. The blood comes and it covers and it stays on it until it dries up. But the next day, you have to put another blood to cover. Hallelujah. But there's one unique aspect of the blood of Jesus. My goodness. That one doesn't just cover. It washes away. Yes, the blood of Jesus doesn't just cover. It covers and it removes. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, my goodness. 
it removes. Hebrews 10, 19 uh, to 23, quickly. It says, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. My goodness, this is what I alluded to earlier. Having boldness because of the blood, you can enter into the presence of God. Oh, my goodness. We have come far, Pastor. We have really come far. Amen. You know, talk about being a Gentile. Hallelujah. And where you also come from, where you were born. But by the time the grace reaches you, you would have been dead and gone. We have come far. Hallelujah. But the Bible says that you don't need to go to anyone to make an entry point for you. Because of the blood. Having boldness, you can go and appear before God through the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So what, what is the take-home message for today? The first one is that we said that blood is for salvation, right? Blood is for salvation. If you read in Romans chapter number 5, verse 9, his blood. We're talking about the blood of Jesus. Punch it there, please. Romans 5, 9, quickly. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we, have, we shall be saved from wrath through him. So our salvation, which needs blood to, to, to concur or to happen, has been done by the blood of Jesus. That's why we started salvation for blood. Hallelujah. And then the next one, another point that we talked about as atonement. Jesus' blood atones for our sins and covers and washes away. Matthew chapter number 26, verse 28. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for the remission of sins. So we have also covered that, right? Blood is for the remission of sins and for atonement of sins. Jesus' blood has done that. So we, we dealt with the Old Testament. We are using the New Testament to justify our stand now. And the third one is that his blood seals the God's covenant with us. And as I said earlier on, the promises of God in Christ Jesus, they are yes and they are amen. Why is it in Christ Jesus? Because this covenant has been sealed by the blood. My goodness. By the blood. So any promise of God, whether by a prophetic message or by scriptural reading, as long as it is from God, it's been sealed and delivered. It's been done. And no argument about it. Why? Because it's been sealed by the blood. And the scripture says that whatever covenant is sealed by blood is the authentic one. And especially if it's the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah, not the blood of bulls. And the fourth one, as I alluded to, is Jesus himself has become our high priest. He is the testator. He is the, he is the one that is making the New Testament. He is the testator of the covenant and also the sacrifice. And let's read something from 1 Timothy 2, 5 to 6. Oh man, you are going fast now. For there is one, <laughs> for there is one God and one mediator between God and man. Come on, add the rest. Makataya sande rebosia. Rando rebosia kata. Bosa kata. That's it. That's it. One God, one, one mediator between man and God. And that one is Christ Jesus. That's it. 
if you understand this and you know how merciful this one is, you don't stay home because you made a mistake. You come to God and you cry to Jesus and say, Jesus, forgive me. You are my mediator. You are my only hope. I can't even afford a ship. In America, the ships are not even around here. <laughs> my goodness, you got to be my helper. And Jesus, the Bible says that he is the mediator between men, between you and, and God. Amen. Amen. Now, as I wrap up, I want us to go back to the importance of the blood, of blood in general, and apply what Jesus makes the difference there. <laughs> so we said that blood carries life, right? Blood carries life. So the blood of Jesus replenishes life. Your life can be whole if you have the blood of Jesus applied unto you. Amen. And then also we said that blood removes waste. The blood of Jesus removes stains. Whether you, before you were a believer or now, the blood of Jesus is able to take away every stain, no matter how dark that stain is. The blood of Jesus cleans out every stain. Remember, that is the quality of blood God has already made. Even your blood removes stains. My home, when it comes to the blood of Jesus, it does it better. It doesn't just remove the stain of one, it removes the stains of all who accept him. Amen. And then the blood, we also say blood regulates body temperature. I'm here to tell you that the blood of Jesus can make you keep your cool. Oh, makataya sande rebosia. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, if you got Jesus, you can keep your cool. It may be hot. I'm not done. Say, it may be hot. But you can still keep your cool. Because the blood regulates the body temperature. Hallelujah. And the other one is, blood is for immune response. The blood of Jesus fights off our diseases. No matter what kind of disease you may be suffering, no matter what kind of sickness, oh, the Bible says that he went about doing good, healing the sick. It is in his nature to heal. And therefore, if you have the blood of Jesus, you are going to receive healing. If you are here today and you are sick, I prophesy to you, but by the blood of Jesus, you will not die. You shall live and declare the works of the Lord because of the blood. And because of medicine, which is good, it's because of the blood. Because if your blood removes diseases and fights infections, how much more the blood of Jesus? And the last point we said was that blood is for maintenance of fluid. Hallelujah. And pH balance in our lives. I'm here to tell you that the blood of Jesus is going to make you be sustained. Your life is going to be sustained. Hallelujah. You are going to be in balance. Your life is going to be in balance. It may be looking like a stepping off, you know, like how some scale sometimes is oh, ticking up, tipping up, tipping up to the wrong side. But I'm here to tell you that be cool because the blood of Jesus is going to make you sustained. You are going to be sustained in this life. Nobody can stop you from living this life that God has given you. And if you know that Jesus is the one that has purchased you with his blood, he's the mediator, and he's doing everything for you. If you know all this, and there's something going right, don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Just remember that even in that state, the quality, one quality of blood is to make you sustained. So the blood of Jesus will keep your sustenance. You shall remain, and you shall be fruitful, and God is able to do everything that he wants to do with you in the name of Jesus. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Amen. And it reaches to the heart. 
highest mountain. Mm. And it 